all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast. It is Sunday, the 21st of February, 2021. Seven days left in the month. Can't end fast enough as far as I'm concerned. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Bravo, how are you? I'm hanging in there. Glad Hanging to hear in there. you there, Alpha. Hope all is well. Yeah, well, it's uh, we live on the frozen shithole of Hoth, and everything is glare ice outside, and it has been for the better part of a week, and it just is absolutely no fun. We have another winter storm coming for tomorrow morning's commute, so yay. Buckle up. It's going to be uh, a bumpy ride. Always is, always is. Nothing like slaloming down the highway in your... In your in your all-wheel drive vehicle uh, on a Thursday morning through an uh, 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 a raging ice storm, uh, yeah, for twenty miles to get to work. It only took me thirty-five minutes, but some people, unfortunately, just they couldn't stand the strain and didn't make it. Mm. But anyhow, everybody out there, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Signal Fifty Podcast. As I'm sure everybody's aware, there is plenty of stuff to talk about. So we have to pick and choose pretty wisely about what we talk about. A little housekeeping up front. Again, welcome to the show. Our listenership has grown exponentially over the past few episodes, and we do thank you for trusting us with a couple hours of your time a week. Thank you very much to our listeners. Uh, and along those lines, we're starting to get some suggestions from stories from some of our listeners. And one of our listeners from uh, one of the deep behind enemy lines in, in, in the very deep blue state of Nueva York uh, sent me a piece regarding the Texas power grid and as it would relate to some of Biden's executive actions. Do not despair, my friend. We are looking into that story. We cannot discuss it until we have run that to ground, uh, but we are working on it, and thank you very, very much for sending us that information. Really, truly appreciate that. Here at the Signal 50 podcast, uh, myself and Alpha and uh, two average Americans who love to talk about current events, who want to get the hard truth out there and talk about all those things that we wanted um, that kind of come across our minds, but we are also dedicated to the truth, and when those current events come out, we talk about it from our point of view. These are our opinions, and in those opinions, we um, do not represent everyone's opinion, and we always offer the caveat that you can agree, you can disagree, but we all do it with respect. So those are the things that we like to do here at the Signal 50 Podcast. Alpha and I have been doing this for years. Sometimes we don't agree, but it's kind of fun when we don't agree. So, well, right. It's called being adults, and we can still agree and be friends. But, That's uh, you know, listen, uh, this show does have a lot to do with our opinions. Okay. Uh, we, we present the stories of the day and we give our interpretation, our feelings about it, but we never stray from what we feel to be the best information that we can collect. So, that being said, we feel that that's deeply lacking in journalism today. Not that we're journalists by any uh, imagination nope. and not that we're nonpartisan because we are clearly partisan. We do look uh -huh. at things from a, a right leaning perspective, a libertarian conservative type perspective, mm -hmm. but you know what? We'll, we'll clearly tell you when that is, but anyhow, that that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. Without further ado, there's a lot of stuff to talk about out there in the world. So, you know, there's, here's, here's some stories that we really want to get to Bravo without further ado, kick it off with our first topic of the evening so we're all we're all um I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the day when we can get back on airplanes and do some traveling and we'll get to that that part of the show at the end yeah maybe, maybe not huh well not when you have this that falls into <laughs> your front yard so let me let me show you what what that what the, uh this actually comes from i'm going to show you this video here which comes from um a Instagram account. Uh, I think it was, and his name is uh, Mose. Hay. Uh, so a debris from a United Airlines uh, aircraft, triple seven, going to uh, from Denver to Honolulu. 
uh, someone looked out the window and um, I believe everyone can hear that, but you can see uh, we're going to describe this for the podcast listeners. This is the nacelle. So a nacelle is that engine you see on the wing. Uh, this is a very big engine for a 777. It's on fire. And all the coverings that are on that engine are have dropped to the ground, which is where you see, and again, for our podcast listeners, uh, you basically have the intake, that big round circle that um, is the opening to the nacelle or the actual guts of the jet engine and those fins that are turning really fast. Um, basically uh, for a little, for a little perspective, Bravo. Uh, I was, yeah, Go ahead. roughly, roughly, uh, the, the intake on, on the engine of a triple seven is roughly the size of the front end of a Ford F two fifty crew cab pickup truck. It is very large <laughs> huge <laughs> it's a big engine i mean it's a big aircraft but anyway huge anybody it's that's a problem. Flown, it's yeah. it's it's three four and three a triple yeah. seven it is ginormous it's uh when the when the 747 was flying it was the next generation of wide uh, jumbo jet aircraft uh, the 747, known as the Queen of the Skies, uh, the 777 was the fuel-efficient one of the skies. But anyway, uh, it's and if you picture uh, passengers sitting there looking out the window, and all of a sudden the engine's on fire, um, and and having spoken to pilots, and there's procedures, and that those flames you saw, there was no, they, I'm sure they cut the fuel off and they hit the extinguisher in the engine, but parts of it are f falling down from the sky and they can be extremely dangerous. Um, but the plane was able to, to turn around, land uh, after it declared an emergency and landed where there was uh, fire apparatus on, on the runway, crash rescue type uh, apparatus, not your structural type firefighters, but they were able to douse it. People exited the aircraft rather quickly. <laughs> Well, off the aircraft. Can can, um, can, you, can you just imagine the announcement? You know, I'm going to put on my best uh, my best pilot's voice here. Hold on one second. Let me uh, uh, let me give this a try. Um, let me let me let me give this a try. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Um, if you look out the right hand side of the aircraft, you might notice that we have suffered a minor disturbance in uh, engine operations on one of our engines. Uh, so first class passengers will be handing out cocktails and everybody sitting in coach class, uh, just no groping or, you know, just no sexual assault in the back rows while we manage this emergency. There's a good possibility we won't make it, but uh, thanks for flying the friendly skies and uh, have a nice day. We should, we should get you back to your gate, maybe hopefully in one piece. Thank you very much. Well, they never, they, they made it to the runway, but yes. <laughs> You know, it, we can sit here and laugh about it because no one, you know, this plane didn't fall out of the sky. But it's interesting how these aircraft are are uh, designed to withstand oh. these types of emergencies. But can, it, can, it's, it's scary. I can't imagine being on. Can, can you just imagine sitting sitting out in, inside that window and and you know you're you're sitting there, you're just you're just watching TV, you're just chilling out in your living room, and you look out the window and you, holy shit, what the <laughs> hell is that? You know. <laughs> That's not, supposed that's not supposed to be there. God bless. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, well. Oh, my God. You know. Well, thank God, God nobody was hurt. Everything. Yikes. Uh, anyway. Thank so God nobody was hurt. Professionals are professionals. Pilots do their thing, and they, they train for that stuff. So. Yeah, thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, so that's that's our first. I thought that was a good news story. Actually, hey, it's it's a very good news story. I mean, nobody was injured, and it was a close call all the way around. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've been on. Uh, you know, I traveled extensively for uh, business around uh, around the world. Before COVID. I've, yeah, before COVID, and my wings got clipped last March. Mm. But anyhow, I've been I've been on some flights where. You know, I'm the I'm the guy that sits here in the capital going, oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, we're going to put on your fast and seatbelt sign because we're going to experience some pretty heavy duty turbulence. You know, we're going to discontinue cabin service, and shit is flying all over the cabin. And I am talking. I have seen people hit the ceiling. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, on flights that hurt. do not 
Oh yeah. Sure. People have gotten hurt on flights that I've been on. I was on this one particular flight flying from Washington, DC to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, in February. And we hit some turbulence and I'm the guy that's like, you know, I've already, you know, I'm like, yeehaw, let's do this, you know, <laughs> screw it. And people were crying and screaming and shit was flying all over the cabin. And this poor girl that was sitting in the row next to me, she just had a breakdown. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Air travel, you know, as glamorous as everybody thinks it is, you know, stuff like this happens and you're like, oh my God. Hey, you know, hey, you know, shit happens. That's right. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So that was that's uh, that was a good news story. Um, in terms of, uh, I, I'd love to get back to air travel. <laughs> I'd love to just be able to travel somewhere without having this crap going on about double masking and oh, and uh, just as a side note, if you want to lead into the bad side of the story, now they're talking about uh, nothing, nothing to be able to be done uh, until 2022. That's what Fauci, the fraud, said. Dr. Fraud, Fraudy there. He, he he said we're gonna have to they just keep moving the goalposts. Let's move them back again. Lift them up, <laughs> take it out of the ground, move it back. Well, you know, and, and we didn't have a vaccine before uh, Biden was uh, inaugurated either. And I remember in December he was inoculated the first time. Yep. And then it's uh, a disaster. By the way, this was this is sad. Um I was reading a news article out of the Epic Times, and they were talking about how uh, the elderly are not able to navigate these computer systems to get their their uh, shots, and they're paying <laughs> college students to give it to them. I know healthcare providers that are actually working towards the fam- you know for the family members navigating these these websites. You know the states and uh, the federal government. You know how well they can put a website together. <clears throat> <laughs> Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our, our website, the signal 50.com, uh, I think it works great. <laughs> we had a little help from the, the programming department at our, our supplier, but I think it works fine, but you can't get the, the state or the feds to figure out how to do a website and do it well. <laughs> anyway. Well, so. you know, listen, you know, according to, according to uh, Joe Biden there, our, our resident in chief, uh, if you are a Asian or a, a black person in the inner cities, you apparently do not know how to use the internet to go ahead and get that. Oh, I can totally believe he said it. He's a, oh. he's a, he's a bigot. Yeah. He's a lying, egotistical, hypocritical bigot. Maybe I, then I should say, I can't believe that the press didn't cover it. <laughs> oh no, I can totally believe the press didn't cover yeah, it. I, I mean, know that, that's fine. It's ridiculous. I mean, the guy, I mean, Anyone else would have said it? Like, oh, I don't know. Mm, a lot of people are being canceled these days. Anyway, so that can was. You ima- can you imagine if Trump had come out and said, "Oh, you minorities out there, you just don't know how to use the internet." Oh, they. Oh all- my God. They're all over him anyway. This to just give him another reason. But <sighs> you know what? Uh, I do know. Talking about Pre- uh, President Trump, he's going to actually be speaking at CPAC uh, coming up in Orlando, I believe. His first uh, speech after getting out of the White House, um, and I think he's going to draw more people than the actual occupant of the White House at this point. How's that for interesting? If so, I were to drop, if I were to drop my pants on a street corner in Washington D.C., mm-hmm. not that I'm anything really terribly special, but I'm sure I could gather a bigger crowd than the president. Right. Well, <clears throat> so here's. <laughs> I mean, uh, th- that's something that um, we can also share later when we get into our other topics uh, for, for the lineup here. But moving on to another topic. So we were we were looking at the landscape of Facebook, Twitter, parlors back. That's really nice to see. I was really excited that all of my followers were still there uh, when I signed back on again. Awesome. Everyone was there. It was very nice to see. And, you know, you still are... I think you said that your your app was working, Alpha. Is that yeah, right? that's correct. Uh, you're you're like an Apple person, and I'm like an Android yeah. person. And yeah. uh, the Android app, all of a sudden, last week at some point, just turned back on and was usable. Wow! Just had Apple, to log back in. 
yeah, Apple's not they're they're gonna be stubborn mules about it. But anyway, so my my app that I never erased is not connected with it. But anyway, it, it's back. Um and people are uh uh, flocking out of YouTube and going over to Rumble. Uh, Don Jr. is at Rumble right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems to be a mass exodus out of uh, Facebook. Uh, and and who would blame them? Everyone and, is. And Twitter is a wasteland. And no one. And it's not even uh, what uh, President Trump uh, put out there. I'm not sure what medium he used. I did see the quote. I think he was telling. He was talking to a reporter. Uh, Twitter is no fun anymore. <laughs> It's like it's boring without me. I said, you're right. So I hope I hope Twitter has to declare bankruptcy soon. And well, my my understanding is that Twitter is is on very shaky financial ground to begin with. Good. Hey, you know that's a great business plan you came up with, and I'm not in business, so I, I can only imagine who whose bright idea it was to decide to submarine the entire operation. By throwing off all your users, more than half. <laughs> right? Well, hey, listen, you know, anything anybody does is going to divide the country in half now. You're going to either make just about half of the voting public happy or you're going to piss off just about half of the voting public in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to be about 170 million people. Mm-hmm. Um in in the voting pool that that actually voted in the last election so no matter what anybody does they're going to piss off half the country my Mm -hmm. advice my best advice as somebody in business is don't take any political positions just do your business Mm -hmm. shut your freaking hole and just go ahead and make money so that brings us into the next kind of portion of the show today when we talk about parallel economies where there are there's it's important that we start looking at doing what the libs were doing before when it came to looking at uh boycotting or not using or choosing not to use i, I think boycotting is kind of a strong word but choose not to use certain banks that have these we're going to cancel people from buying guns we're going to cancel we're not going to allow you to use your credit card uh we're not going to allow you to use it i mean who are you to tell me what i should use my money for or not uh, you have Mark Zuckerberg, who is now, I think he, I think he's got a God complex alpha. I really think he, he feels that he is, uh, you know, he developed the Facebook back in the, uh, in the early two thousands, uh, because he went to Harvard and he wasn't popular and he was a loser, I guess, and wanted, wanted to be in the, in the fraternities and the sorority, you know, the fraternity type things and couldn't get in. So he hacked into the fraternity thing and, you know, came up with his own uh, profiles and then, yeah, took off. But he started crossing the line of decency. He just let it go. But instead, he started paying for political action types things. He started giving money. Uh, and this is all in these investigations that are supposedly ongoing. Again, you and I are still waiting for the coming of justice somewhere along the way. But. You'll, that's you'll a, that's a that's a whole other story for a whole other show. That's right. But you, if you notice, there's talk that Mark Zuckerberg um, gave a lot of money towards cities, uh, the, the the five uh, states in question that were uh, for for boxes uh, for voting boxes for mail in voting. They they took this opportunity that COVID presented. Uh, there's some talk that. He gave a lot of political favoritism to the to the left side, not the right. And we can we'll, we'll talk about that at another time. But a lot of other countries are getting tired of Facebook because they're deci- Facebook's deciding what can be put and what, what can be put up there and what can't. So in Poland, they've taken a massive action against uh, big tech, including uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, what's his name over at uh, Twitter, Twitter. And on, there's a new legislation that any platform that bans a user would face a $13.5 million um, uh, fine unless the content is also legal under Polish law. So if, if Polish law says you can post this, Twitter or Facebook just can't say we're going to take this down. Sorry. <laughs> you know. Well, okay. So, so okay, let's, let's break this down. What does this mean? What does it mean for you know, the average person, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
we understand that if you post something on Facebook and they ban you and it's legal under Polish law, then they're going to have an arbitration committee that is going to oversee a dispute that could find Facebook or mm -hmm. Twitter or any other social media platform, $13.5 million per occurrence. Okay. Yep. What does that mean? Now, remember, I have maintained uh, over many episodes that on social media, what is the product? You, you are you, the product. Me. Well, I'm not on it anymore, but yeah, right. Your data, mm -hmm. your posts, your identity, your shopping habits, your location, who the people that you associate with the places you go and the things that you do so they can target advertisement money mm -hmm. towards you. They can charge a company for that demographic data on you to target advertisements. So you buy things. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden, all these people in Poland, Poland is not an insignificant country. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden, the Polish market is no longer available to sell data. Do you, does anybody understand the impact that that would have on Facebook? And this will force people off of Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're going to lose their product. Look what's Boom. happening in Australia too. Australia Absolutely. is, is telling Facebook and, uh, and Twitter, I believe that any, they have to pay for current events. Uh, to be put on their platform, uh, bringing, putting it in. So Zuckerberg decided, uh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut it down to Australia. <laughs> um, and now he's lost that whole market. So his, his world's coming apart and, and, uh, not a moment too soon in my opinion, but. Well, I'm listen, if we all, if we, okay, here, here's the thing about, uh, let's call it, civil disobedience, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If everybody one day decides that, you know what? I'm just not going to participate in Facebook anymore. I'm going to go ahead and live my life without that medium. Mm -hmm. What happens to Facebook? Bye-bye. It's gone. They have nothing left to generate from data turning data to revenue your data is their revenue we have discussed this over and over it just went over it mm -hmm. without that revenue they cease to exist my understanding is that zuckerberg's personal wealth has taken about a 13 billion dollar hit mm -hmm. in the past couple of months and i'm, I'm one of those 13 billion dollars that decided i'm not giving i closed my account I said, especially the way I was seeing how he's treating conservatives, I said, nope, I'm done. My family's like, you're not on Facebook anymore. Nope, I'm not <laughs> done. Well, I bailed off of it because, you know, there was a purpose for my being on it was to communicate some information. And I was on it. I enjoyed the platform. It was nice to keep up with some old friends and some old contacts for a long time and keep up with some family events and share pictures. It was kind of cute and whatever. And then it just took an evil turn. Mm-hmm. And I decided at that point, I just didn't want to have anything to do with it. I don't need that negativity in my life. Mm -hmm. Occupying my time worrying about inane shit mm -hmm. that I can't affect any change upon it. And no matter how loud I shout in all caps in a post, it doesn't make any difference. You can't change anybody's opinion. So I got off of the platform altogether and just decided enough is enough. Mm hmm. Now, millions and millions and millions of people are in the same place I was. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Let's, let's hope that trend continues and that people come to the realization that you cannot affect any kind of change shouting into an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Take away his money. Take away the product. You are the product. Take it away. And the, the same goes for Google also. Google runs the entire, Google's it's the entire operation. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't, I have, I have uh, a Google account, which I have for whatever reason, I don't know why I should probably get rid of it, but the email, I don't use it as a primary email. I see a lot of Gmail accounts in my day and I'm like, Oh, you, you know, they're looking at your emails. 
<laughs> so, you know, it's it's scary. It's just you know they're they're watching every every move, and uh, it's time to get a VPN too. <laughs> Well, right. And and I think I think a good rule of thumb, anybody out there in the in the listening audience is everything that you do on the Internet, regardless of whether you're using WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, uh, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, blah, 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 blah. No matter how private you think it is or how encrypted or how this, that or the other thing it is, somebody is always smarter and somebody's listening. So. Word to the wise. Don't put any shit out there on the internet that you don't want anybody to find out. Mm. Don't email it. Don't instant message it. Don't do any of it. Just a thought. It's almost time to get back to letter writing in the mail. Well, (laughs) Well, then there's the post office that can't get shit from point A to point B in any reasonable amount of time. But that's another story for another time. And, you know, you wonder, you wonder if that was a purposeful thing to get people to pay their bills online, <laughs> to go to a digital uh, currency. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, that's another, that's, yeah, we have a lot of other things to talk about um, at another time because uh, it, it, we keep talking about things and more things come up. Is that interesting? Yeah, anyway, I, so I, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of get a chuckle out of watching, uh, you know, the, the, I don't know any business plan. I'm not a business person, um, but I'm not sure it's a great idea that if you had a good thing going and it was doing really well, why did you have to go start messing around with it? And and the only answer I can give, and this is coming from my medical background, is uh, some kind of megalomaniac uh, or um, uh, needing to be uh, uh, a God complex. (laughs) These two people have it. I just, not diagnosing them. I'm just saying for them to, to, to throw, throw a shoe into the machinery and to sabotage themselves, it doesn't make any sense to me. But whatever. That's just my opinion. Well, I just think that these people got way out ahead of their skis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mark Zuckerberg forgot that he was a Harvard dropout. That's right. He never graduated, did he? He never graduated, which is, you know, okay, fine. I don't care. I'm not going to begrudge anybody you know, for that kind of thing. But let's, let's just not forget, you know, how, you know, how you put your pants on in the morning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One leg at a time, just like everybody else. And for you to try to be the arbiter of truth and what's right. And, and to get so big that you've got a commissioner of civil rights on your board. You know what, Mark Zuckerberg, you can totally kiss my ass. You know, I got a copy of the constitution and uh, Declaration of Independence for him, if you'd ever read it. If you really want to know how, what the fairness is, what, what Dr. I go by, that's the Constitution. Thanks. Hey, listen, you know, it's his platform, right? Yeah. He's running a business. It's a private platform that you sign an agreement to use. Mm-hmm. So my opinion as a libertarian is this. You sign the agreement. If you didn't read the agreement, then shame on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Don't come crying when your rights get violated in a place where, you, generally speaking, you don't have any rights. Mm-hmm. The problem becomes he's deciding what speech can be exercised and what can't, which is well within his right within the user agreement, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely disgusting and very un American. Mm-hmm. So let's not mistake what's you know, constitutionally right versus business and, and what you sign up for. Well, one thing I disagree with Alpha is the, is the fact that it, this is the town square. Yeah. You know, this medium, it, you know, again, we were talking about this in a previous podcast, but it, let's, let's, let's kind of get down to the nuts and bolts here. You have, you have, we don't go out to the middle of the, of the square because now it's a street and there's a lot of traffic running around. But if you were to start shouting on a corner of a sidewalk, people just walk by you. But when you look at Twitter, Facebook, all these other mediums and the social media and, and the Internet, and the Internet is information. It's data. And a lot of people, and it was empowering, you know, people would wonder what comment they put onto Facebook. They go look the next moment and say, was it liked? Did I like it? Did I get a like? Did I get? A, oh, I got a like. That's awesome. It's an endorphin release. Well, right? it is. It is. It is an addiction. It's it an, is. Yeah. 
it is a popularity contest more than anything else. And the most outrageous comment wins. Mm -hmm. So, but it's also become the public square. It, you know, this is where information gets put out there. And, and then it was, and Obama started this. I mean, not to point fingers, but he started doing his, his, his election, his, his politics and election through Facebook with ads and all this other kind of stuff. And, and because Zuckerberg aligned with the left and, and Obama, they were more than happy to oblige. And then President Trump sure. did the same thing. And he was getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to sign on to YouTube to watch his, his rallies. I, I, I was one of them. And all of a sudden, we're not allowed to because we're on the other side. So that's where the, quote, public square comes into play. It's, it's been able to allow people to see what's going on on the other side of the country without having to wait 10 days or a month, excuse me, however it took to get a letter across the country back in the day when it was horse and buggy. So, God, I miss those days. But anyway, so... I think I think it's important that we, you know, keep that in mind. But anyway, moving I, on. I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't yes. disagree with you. We'll we'll have another talk about this another time. We'll 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 dedicate an entire program to debate debating the pros and cons of privately owned enterprises on the internet relaying publicly sourced or privately contributed to information. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll dedicate an entire program. I'd like to debate you on this because I have some different thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. But for right now, let's just move forward and, and, and continue on with the program. So one of the things I was thinking about as I was um, uh, thinking about why, why do people go for this, this kind of stuff? Oh, I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm thinking, I, I was just kind of sitting at my desk and I'm wondering, what are we going to talk about tonight, Alf? And I thought to myself, hmm, you know, I was listening to, uh, uh, again, we talked about our sources. Uh, we, Alpha and I, are not in this for the money. We're in this for the the ability to exercise our rights. And we, we, you know, we we just started this in September, and we can't we've been keeping this going with a, with an audience. And it's very nice that everyone comes by and listens to what we want what we say. Uh, but we also get our um, we we have sources, and, and we talked about those. We talked about Doug Billings and the right side. And I was listening to his show the other day, and Marshall Silver uh, came on. He's a uh, talks about gaslighting, how the radical left and uh, alters the truth, and the right side. You know, he had him on, talked for about forty-five minutes. I strongly urge you to get out to go and find this video and watch it. And and I say that because. It was it was enlightening. It was it was almost like wow. <laughs> there's there's a quote theory behind the practice, and the, we alpha when you, when I say gaslighting, I mean there maybe you thought of a movie, or maybe you think about oh. um, something you know. But let's 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 talk about the simplified definition. Yeah. Let's talk about the simplified definition of the act of gaslighting. Sure. Tell a lie. Tell it convincingly and tell it repeatedly. That's correct. Now, in, in his discussion, uh, uh, Mr. Silver goes on and talks about how uh, facts that you and I have talked about, Alpha, talked about the election. He, and he talks about uh, some other things, and in, in, in you mentioned the lie. But our families also, he talks about how our families or our friends or people that he was close to him want to, want to turn around and say, two plus two doesn't equal four. Two plus two equals five. And because you believe that, you're wrong. And goes into the, the logic behind it. Phenomenal discussion. Um, but that's how the left does it. You tell a lie, tell it again, tell it convincingly, and then make the person that who is just wants to be kind and wants to be wants to get along or wants to be polite, just kind of throw their arms up in the air and say, you know, fine, you're right. Because I mean, we don't we we're not confrontational. None of us really want to be. We just no. want to live our lives and do our thing. But right. they've taken full advantage of it. 
Well, let's <laughs> the Russia collusion hoax um, mm-hmm. for as as a perfect example of gaslighting an entire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great example. But you know, listen, gaslighting uh, to an extent, or lying, mm-hmm. or the use of propaganda, which is basically gaslighting, mm-hmm. is not an exclusive tactic of the left. Mm-hmm. Okay. And unfortunately, there there are factions on the right that are somewhat guilty of the same kind of tactic. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But the problem is, I'm pretty sure there's a universal script that's being broadcast to a coordinated and complicit media in this country mm-hmm. to aid that tactic and i think we have a a very nice video that uh we could probably show people to to really demonstrate just how coordinated the media is and how complicit they are in spreading the same message and being on message and to shaping a narrative that you can swallow stand by roll Here. that beautiful bean footage antonio's jessica headley and i'm ryan wolf our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our, our treasure valley communities the el paso las cruces communities eastern iowa communities mid-michigan communities we are extremely proud of the quality balanced journalism that cbs4 news produces but we are concerned about someone trying to be responsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Your problem. There's a growing anti-intellectual strain in this country that many, it may be the beginning of the end of our informed democracy. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Yep. Did you notice? Did you notice there, Alpha? Not only was it, uh, someone wrote it for him. Uh, It it just, it was like in tune. They, and they, Mm -hmm. for our podcast listeners, they took, they took, video from what looks like all over the country all these news anchors and all these different channels and totally uh, let me tell you what i saw that fox cbs abc nbc all the major networks that provide news had that message and it was like it was handed to them a copy of something and they all had yeah. to read it and, and whoever edited that that video i found brilliant it, it was brilliant i found it on youtube um Anyway, amazing. <laughs> well, first of all, let's correct the record. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Let's correct the record. Sure. We don't live in a democracy. Mm. Oh, no, we live in a uh, representative republic. A constitutional republic. constitutional republic or a representational republic. We do not live in a democracy. In a democracy, if the majority of people say that that bicycle that you have is theirs, they take your bicycle. In a representational or a constitutional republic, you have private property rights, and nobody can tell you, and the majority can't tell you what to do. That's how this works. Mm -hmm. These people are dangerous to our republic. Very. 
So choose your source of information wisely. Uh, well, that was, but you know, it's interesting. It's not only from the left, and and it's and it's sad that our press and our our news media supports one side versus the other, not just telling the story. They tell a story that benefits or what, and it, and unfortunately, it's working. You know, it may not be working on myself. It may not be working on Alpha. Definitely doesn't work with our audience who uh, listens to us every week. But it does work on a lot of other people. And we have a very small following as compared to some of the other places. Uh, but when you look at, right. uh, you know, Young Turks or Joe Rogan, oh, uh, millions and millions of people. Well, Joe Rogan's not so bad. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Well, look at the look at the COVID idiots that that ride around in their cars with a mask mm -hmm. on. Sure, and and then that was something that in in this in this um, in this um, uh, video uh, this interview that Doug Billings did, he said the 2020 election was a, a huge uh, gaslight, uh, and he also said that COVID was a huge gaslight. And I, I was like, I agree a thousand percent. This is this has all been, and I, again, I urge everyone, we we are we have no issue whatsoever of plugging other places where we get this information. Why? Because uh, we're, it's not a matter who gets there first. We're not looking to be scoop anyone, or we're looking to what we're finding out, what we're learning. We're sharing it with you, our audience, so that you can go learn and and watch it and come up with your ideas. And we'd love to hear what you think. And they should be supported because they brought it. Uh, but um, Mr. Silver talks about the two greatest gaslights in the last year. And COVID seems to be the continuing saga of a gaslight that just will not go away. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really sad. It's, it's really sad. Now, as much as I hate to admit it, because, you know, we like to look at ourselves through a, through a really positive lens, right? People mm -hmm. on uh, maybe on our side of the aisle. Um, unfortunately, uh, gaslighting doesn't stop along party lines. Okay. Mm -hmm. We unfortunately, um, myself included to an extent, have not fallen prey to, but have heard things that you want so badly to be true because it's told so well, so convincingly. And the messaging and the messaging and the messaging is just on point and the backup information and the, it just sounds so good because it's what you want to hear. When you hear the stories that, oh, Trump is going to be back in the White House and this was all a mistake and, you know, this is that and, and Trump is in charge of the military and he's going to stay in office and, and you listen to people like, the X-22 report, or or who is that idiot, uh, Simon, Simon Parks? Simon Parks. Sounded really convincing, didn't it? Yeah, we, and, we, and, we and talked we, about it on the show. We talked about it, and we said, God, we really hope this is true. But we always knew there was a there was a bit of skepticism that had to go along with it because it's just, it's so outlandish. Okay, well, so. Also, just analyze, just for one second, Alpha. You have to you have to look at how he presented it. It, okay. it was he was talking, and, and he said this. He said he, he had sources. He talked to the Q. Now, Q is supposed to be all these different sources and all these, you know, it's quantum computing, whatever. I don't know, whatever it is. But he says he talked to Q, and the inauguration before the inauguration was going to hit. I was waiting for the arrest to start happening because that's why all the the troops were there. And the that pseudo riot and that that's another gaslight, by the way, the, the take, you know, the, the insurrection that occurred um, that I never knew was coming. I mean, I kind of had a bad feeling that this was going to go bad somehow, uh, but I didn't have any inkling that it was going to be that that bad or that favorite uh, or play so much towards into the hands of the Democrats. Um, but anyway, Simon Parks was convincing that everyone's going to get arrested and be walked out in handcuffs and president Trump is going to be inaugurated, you know, and that never happened. The only person that was really on target was, uh, Stephen, Steve Bannon from the war room. They were all yeah. saying 
Republicans. You know, we, we're going to have a Biden administration, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and here's the other here's the other problem, though. When you talk about, you know, like one of the gaslights uh, that this uh, Mr. Silver was talking about on with Doug Billings was about the election that people would say, well, the evidence, there's no evidence. This has been all debunked. No, 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 it has not. We've said this on the show many, many times. That's right. The evidence was never presented in a court of law. It was always dismissed based on a technicality. And we talked about how procedural procedural, not uh, factual. That's correct. And it was never now this past Friday, just to kind of go into this in the courtroom, uh, the Supreme court's supposed to be talking about, are they or are they not going to be taking on these ca- the four cases that are still there, Sidney Powell's and Lynn Woods and uh, Powell's, um, uh, um, the representative out of Pennsylvania. His case is still active. One case from uh, Giuliani is still active. And we haven't heard yet when if it's still on the docket or not. I have no, I have no idea because I was waiting to hear and I haven't heard anything. And the press is just so reliable. I just can't. Yeah, myself. right, right. So what? what's going to, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, his Mr. Silver's opinion in the, in the interview was, and I, again, I encourage you to go find it, but he says he doesn't have much faith in the Supreme Court or any court because they're just as corrupt as the rest of them. So, yeah, yeah. So, but what Q's saying is basically they have it all on tape. We talked about Mike Lindell's video. Yep. We talked about it. I watched it. I, I, you know, how can you say that's a gaslight? I don't think that is. And I don't think it is either. But the, uh, but the issue is that no one is, no one is bringing it forward or it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So here's, here's the, here's the rub. If we don't start telling the truth, we're not going to be able to tell what's a lie and what's truth anymore. And that's what's happening. Those lines have been blurred for a very, very long time, unfortunately, Bravo. And and I'm afraid we're we've gone down a road that's that's not easy to come back from. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, with the free flow of information that the internet has brought, it's brought a lot of good information and a lot of bad information. And unfortunately, people's judgment. And people's ability to maybe get down to the bottom of an issue has really greatly been diminished because of the lack of critical thinking or the teaching of the critical thinking skills that might be required to analyze a theory. Mm-hmm. Well, especially and, and with the still it down to truth. Right. Oh, so the 16, 19, 1619. Oh, Jesus. We're, we're, getting, we're telling lies to our kids and, and the education system. <sighs> God. Telling lies that they can't get back to school. Meanwhile, they're talking about not opening schools for another year. Meanwhile, this is the real truth. And this is my, you know, the, the teachers unions are the ones that are holding up the works here. Right. And they want to go back because they're comfy where they're at and they don't want to do any work. So the unions should be completely dissolved and gotten rid of uh, and get the teachers back to work and get my kids back. <laughs> another story for another day. I know. But yeah, that's another gaslight. So there are, and you know, we can't tell the difference between truth um, and fiction anymore. And I, you know, we just have to, you have to think for yourselves. But when you go and tell that truth to someone else and you have the facts and you put it down on the table and you count out four objects, you say, here's two, here's two, that equals four. They look at you and say, no, it's five. And their perception starts kicking in. So that was the only thing I, I thought was well, kind of missing from this gaslight story. Is that well, what I what I what I what I think is going to happen, and this is the this is my opinion. At some point, there will be a gigantic backlash against all of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Whatever form that takes, I don't think it's going to be pretty. Mm. I think we can all agree that all of these people. Like to to go along with what you're saying about gaslighting as a theory. Let's talk about the teachers unions and schools not being open and the theory that these children and, and getting all these kids together is going to cause a big problem. The narrative that the teachers unions and teachers and school districts are pushing to keep these kids out of school. Right. 
mm-hmm. and to delay the opening of schools for you know in perpetuity. What happens when the music stops and there's not a chair to sit in anymore for these school districts? When eventually the truth does come out about COVID, its morbidity rate, its virology, its origin, its, 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 all the facts come out. And and they are facts and they're indisputable and they've been proven indisputably. Now we have to remember what people want to believe is what supports their beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. And people start getting very, very upset because I can't go to work because I have nothing to do with my children. My children have nowhere to go. I have a kindergartner and I've got a this, that, and the other thing, and I have to be home. I can't go to work because these children are not in school. You have interrupted the family unit and you're hitting people. What do people care most about? Wallets their wallet. When you hit people in the wallet, there's going to be a vast reaction. What happens when the reaction comes? And it can't be too much longer down the road. They cannot keep putting off the evictions, the repossessions, the foreclosures, the bankruptcies, the court cases. Courts aren't open, by the way. Mm. What happens when all of that stops and the reality of the situation that people have find themselves in hits, that is when the truth hits. Mm. You had to keep my children out of school for a year and whatever. Now I'm being evicted from my home because I could not go to work. I have lost my car. I have lost my job. I have lost everything. What happens I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to have a vast reaction. Mm. Whatever form that takes in, it's not going to be pretty. Mm. Are you you at least going to see a big exodus out of these blue states? And you're seeing that right now. I mean, I, I, you know, the, the only beacons of hope uh, where the governors that are, have some common sense and people are are pointing fingers at governor DeSantis down in Florida regarding the fact that he kept the state open. He doesn't have a mask mandate unless it come, unless the, the business says you need to wear a mask and And nobody, but schools have been open. Schools have been open. They're fine. But Virginia schools have been open. Stores are open. Restaurants are open. Bars are open. Public places are open. Virginia opened up their, their schools, I think, finally. I think they did, too. Uh, where I live, they are not going to open schools. Um, and people here are absolutely flipping out. Uh, it is the most expensive place to live on the face of the planet. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, and people are flipping out. Um, people in Florida, nobody is sick. Nobody's dying. They have the oldest population in the country. Nobody's sick. Nobody's dying of COVID. So you know what? It's all a bunch of bullshit. And it all needs to stop. Anyhow, enough of that. Uh, <laughs> and that's not a that's not a gaslight, ladies and gentlemen. So. No, that that seems to be the truth. Uh, they they seem to be doing just fine in Florida, and they had the laxest lockdowns and regulations in the country. Them and North, uh, South Dakota, uh, Christy Nome and and uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. They are the power couple of independent thought in politics in the United States. And that is my dream team for 2024. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Your mouth to God's ear, sir. <laughs> I, 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 I picked them before our, our boy Dan did. So mm-hmm. I, I feel proud about that. Let's see what yep. happens. Let's see if I'm right. Yep. But well, like anything else, you, you, you all have the ability to analyze to think about, to put forth what these these clues and these these pieces of data mean, and here on the sixty fifth uh, Signal Fifty podcast, we're going to be looking to talk about those, and we look forward to hearing what you have to say. So, if you could drop us an email, signal fifty dot com, info at signal fifty dot com, you can drop us, uh, hit us on our parlor account, let us know what you think, let us know what you want to talk about. We're going to be looking into this story a little bit more that was sent to us. Uh, like you said, we want to make sure we get it right. 
Right. Um, and that the hard truth yeah. is talked about. Make sure to hit us on Telegram at the Signal 50 Signal 50 podcast chat. Okay. Yep. Uh, the Signal 50 podcast uh, official is where we put out news stories that we find interesting for you to digest, our, our listening audience, and uh, to keep up with show announcements and times and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, you know, other than that, you know, hit us up with comments, uh, info at signal50.com. Uh, please do. And uh, leave a comment on the YouTube channel as well. Yep. Uh, also, uh, there should be, it should be, I'm hearing inklings alpha that rumble is going to be going live when that happens. Uh, we will be heading over to rumble and doing our shows live on rumble. Um, we will will most probably simulcast to both platforms at the same time Mm. for, yep. Till they throw us off of here, (laughs) which shouldn't be long. If we do our jobs the right way, it shouldn't be long. Right. Anyway, uh, make sure uh, you take us with you if you can um, join us live on our live streams or watch us on Rumble. If you're not sitting at a computer working and want to have that playing in the background, please bring us with you uh, via podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Um, What other ones did I miss? Oh, yeah, and, and Audible. So. Always forget about Audible. Always yeah. forget about Audible. So listen, everybody, thank you very much for uh, spending an hour with us, just about an hour with us tonight. Uh, next week's episode, where I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few different things. Um, I'm I'm hot in the middle of Andy Knows book uh, right now. Uh, highly recommend Andy Knows book. It's unmasked inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Uh, as everybody knows, Andy Know was an independent reporter, and he was assaulted by Antifa. Uh, who the Democrats don't think is a serious problem. Uh, But anyhow, uh, definitely go ahead and pick up a copy of his book, get it on Audible. Uh, If you like to listen to books, you know, you can get eBooks, whatever. Uh, Definitely a a great book. Um, Unfortunately, I think Antifa is something that we really need to talk about. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that as well. I think we're going to take a dive into the Texas energy problem on the next episode as mm-hmm. well. Um, there's a lot of stuff I'm trying to verify there. Uh, thanks to one of our listeners for, for sending me something on that. We need to be careful about what we say there, but uh, we need to make sure to check that out and run that down as best of our ability. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have some more stuff to talk about, about uh, King Cuomo and his uh, mass murder. I uh, hope to goodness that he gets uh, coming to him. Please let him just get what's coming to him. I would love to see it. He needs two things. First of all, he needs an indictment. Yep. Second of all, U-Haul needs to give him employee of the year. <laughs> Everyone's leaving. Get out. Just, just saying. Last person I know. out of New York, shut out the lights. It's been <laughs> it's been fun. But anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for listening to us tonight and spending an hour of your week with us at the Signal 50 podcast. As my co-host Bravo said, check us out on all of your favorite podcast outlets, even iHeartRadio now. Make sure to check us out uh, on Rumble. Uh, come join us over on Parlor too, for a discussion. Check us. You can follow us on Parlor at Signal 50 podcast on Parlor. We're also uh, individuals. My that's right. Bravo Golf, 5902, and you have Alpha Sierra 288. That's right. Follow us on um, Parlor. Excuse me. Yeah, just make sure to go to our website, Signal50.com. Signal50.com is where you can pick up all the information on where we like to hang out and spend our time and post information. So that's a great resource for you. Uh, We're going to be contributing a little bit more to the offline commentary here as time goes by. It's just a little crazy right now with, with stuff going on. So, you know, everybody. Again, thank you very, very much for listening to us and spending an hour uh, with us tonight. Uh, We'd like to put a shout out to our affiliate, POF-USA.com, POF-USA.com, Patriot Ordnance Factory of Chandler, Arizona, makers of the finest AR-15 rifles in the world. Uh, They are just a phenomenal product. They're made by Patriots for Patriots. I think they're working on about a six-month back order at this point. Good for that. Exactly. If there's something you want, go on, jump in and get it. If you live in uh, New York, you're shit out of luck. Or California, you're shit out of luck. They won't ship to either of those states. But anyhow, thank you very much for listening. I'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen who protect us 24-7, 365. 
and our police firefighters and EMS people out there working. It's winter time. You see flashing lights on the highway. Slow down, move over, give everybody room to work, room to live. It's very important for your safety as well as theirs. Mm -hmm. It's tough out there. Don't make it tougher. Be smart. They all want to go home at the end of the day. And they're not getting paid an awful lot of money to sit there and risk their life over your dumb ass. So go nice and slow on the highway in the bad weather or even in the good weather. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bravo. Hit the music. Bye-bye, everyone. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.